Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Okay, Cree, oh my gosh, it is so exciting to have you here. Um, I, oh, this is, I've been looking forward to this interview and um, I, I love you. <laughs> I love, um, I'll, I'll give my listeners a little bit of history of how I found you and then I would love for you to introduce yourself and what you do. So I, as you know, uh, I'm a marketing expert, I'm a marketing strategist and so I get a lot of people, a lot uh, of what I talk about is brand building. And so a lot of times I get people that come to me with like logo design, website, branding kits, all the things. And, um, I don't do that. And so I wanted somebody to refer out to, and I, uh, went into the click funnels community, which is like over a hundred thousand people. If you guys are in, in the click funnels industry, you know, this, and I searched in the search bar, which if you guys aren't using this, uh, tactic in your business, you're wait, you're missing out. But if you use the search bar in a Facebook group, you can literally look up anything. And I looked into like brand expert, branding strategist, whatever. Cree's name like was everywhere, you guys. I was like, okay, clearly I need to know this woman and I, I need to connect with her. And so we met up, uh, I don't know, a month ago. Um, she came into my magnetic business accelerator, did an awesome training. And of course I was like, I want you on my podcast. So enough of that, Cree, why don't you tell us what you do and who you are? Thanks so much for having me, Kinsey. I'm so excited to be here. I hope that I can really shed some light on my entrepreneurial journey and my background and really help inspire your audience. But yeah, I am a brand designer, strategist, and consultant. I have been doing this professionally on my own for about five and a half years now, although I've been doing it my entire life. I was actually born into a family of entrepreneurs. Um, my parents were wedding photographers. So I learned from a very young age how to use a camera, how to set scenes, how to communicate with visuals. And that carried all the way through to college when I got my BFA in design. And then I went to work in corporate America as a designer, um, made my way up the corporate ladder really quickly from junior art director to art director, senior art director, junior creative director. And then around that time was when I decided it is time for me to branch off on my own and finally open the creative agency that I had always dreamed of owning and running one day. And that's how Creative Co. came to be. So that's where I'm at now. So good. Okay. So there's a couple of things that you said that I really want to unpack. Um, but before we go there, I wanted to talk a little bit about the brand visuals piece. So I think um, I talk a lot about building a magnetic brand. And this means like we're not creating a business or a brand that's like in that hustle, the chase, right? Mentality. Like we want to bring people to us through brand awareness and brand presence. And a large part of that is how you're appealing to others through your visuals. And so can you give us kind of a high level overview of what that looks like and really the key elements to creating a visually appealing brand? 
Yes. Oh gosh. Well, I, I love new business owners because they are the most driven, passionate, excited people ever. And I love working with them, but um, those characteristics can sometimes get them into trouble because they think I have to tackle everything on my own. And so a lot of times what they do is they'll kind of um, attack like getting their logo done. And so they're like, the logo is like their, you know, most important thing. And then they get the logo done and then it's just kind of like done. That's where it all ends. That isn't the case with branding. Your branding is actually like your, your logo is the tip of the iceberg. And um, branding in general, it really reflects your essence and every single thing about you. It's your personality, it's your characteristics, it's how you speak, even sometimes in email or on the phone. It's how, you, it's how you're leaving an impression. It's how you're portraying yourself. And so there's so many different ways that we handle this with our clients, like everything from building a, a really strong brand identity, which includes your logo, but also includes things like color palettes and font selections and your mission statement and some photography inspiration and then it that evolves into you know what do you look like on online so like on your website or in your social media platforms um, what is your marketing and advertising saying about you so it really a logo is the tip of the iceberg and then it just expands to everything else everything that is client facing from marketing and advertising to everything else and i always like to tell my clients branding is it's an evolutionary process it's not something that is just like slapped together done bing bang done all and, and that's it you never have to worry about it again this branding is something that evolves just like our personality as humans we are evolving we're learning we're becoming more sophisticated and that's how your brand should work in essence as well it kind of evolves over time and, and matches the kind of level and quality that you're at at that moment. Yeah, I love that. I think it's really important to address because I think as new entrepreneurs like go to market, I think their first assumption is that they have to have this like fully built out website. I see this all the time. They're like, before they even have clients, it's like they're literally spending, either spending so much time to build a website or like paying a bunch of money to build a beautiful website. And it's, it's sort of funny, but also frustrating. I can imagine how frustrating that would feel to spend so much time in this space that you're not used to before you're even making money. So I think it's really important to have the brand appeal as a newer entrepreneur. Would you agree that you don't need all the things when you're just getting started? Yeah, you absolutely, like you do not need all the things when you're first getting started. And especially because you haven't really baked out your ideas yet. Like you're in a new stage, you're you're really trying a lot of things, you're working through a lot of mistakes. And so um, if you put all your eggs in that basket in the beginning and you kind of solidify things, you kind of back yourself into a corner because you don't give yourself enough time and energy and space to really evolve and, and create something that is uniquely your own. You almost back yourself into a corner of doing something that someone may have already done before, or you may, you know, it's just something that's a little more generic. Whereas if you give it time to bake and you really take your time through the process, you're going to create something that is much more authentic, much more strategic. And um, that in itself is going to make your brand so much stronger. And that is what's going to really magnetize people to you much more effectively than just kind of doing the cookie cutter thing and getting it done and over with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that you said that. And I love that you say, 
you know, it's an evolving process. And part of that authenticity comes through the exploration, right? You don't really know what you don't know, especially as a new entrepreneur, a new coach, a new consultant, you're literally getting thrown into this brand new world of business, but also as a business owner, you haven't really discovered what that's like for you and who you like really want to show up as who you want to serve, really like dialing in that messaging. And so spending all the time on these things that really evolve over time, I think is not the best time uh, management. But I think for, for newer entrepreneurs, like what would be your advice as far as like, I get a lot of questions around, you know, creating that visual appeal, creating consistency in my brand without spending so much money. What would be your advice? Yeah. So my biggest piece of advice to really new entrepreneurs that are kind of struggling with this is just do something that is simple, tasteful, sophisticated, but it's not like the extreme. It's, it doesn't include all the bells and whistles. It's just really simple. Keep things simple at first. Um, and that can include, you know, a logo that is just your name um, and just written in a really simple font for right now. And, you know, there's all types of psychology as to what fonts to pick, what colors to pick. And we, we've gone through that so we can link up to those trainings as well. But, you know, just keep things really simple at, at first. Um, don't overcomplicate. Uh, I think the most important assets that you need are just a really um, simple brand identity, like a logo, fonts, and colors. Those three things are really going to help you evolve your brand across the board. So it's going to give you indication of, you know, what colors to use in your social media, what fonts to use in your marketing and advertising. And so um, the biggest thing to focus on, I think, as a newbie entrepreneur is really just consistency. When you are consistent with your colors and your fonts across the board, that shows that you're detail oriented. It shows that you care about quality control. It shows that you care about um, communicating really effectively and clearly. Early. Um, so when, when I say consistency, I mean, if someone looks at your logo or your website, it should look the exact same way that your social media looks or your ads look, or, you know, all the things your website looks. And when you're consistent that way, that not only builds recognition because now people are able to recognize you much easier, more effectively, but it shows that you have that little bit of quality. That's what's really going to make you stand apart. So consistency is huge in the beginning, keeping things simple and consistent. And then as you grow, things can become more complicated over time. Oh my gosh, that's so good. And I think consistency is the most important behavior trait in a a successful entrepreneur. Like it's less about the strategies you use and more about the consistency and the commitment to show up every day, whether, whether that's in your brand, you know, you know, your marketing, whatever that looks like. So I love that you said that. I want to go back to your intro and I love that you have this corporate background. And I think a lot of my listeners are either transitioning from corporate or they have the plan to walk away from corporate and really step into their business full-time. Can you give us some insight into those feelings, um, those emotions that you were having when you were in that corporate space and when you were feeling like it was time to leave? 
Definitely. So my experience was a little interesting. Uh, it was a little unique because I really did grow the corporate ladder really quickly. So I was working on multi-million dollar campaigns. I mean, the projects that I was working on, when they were done, I would see them in store, in billboards, on TV, in advertising all around the country. And so I got to a point with me where I just felt like nobody knew that there was a connection between Cree and you know the end result that you would see. So in corporate, I always just felt like kind of like another number. I had my cubicle. I was kind of tucked into my corner. Uh, nobody really knew my name. And yet I was establishing these campaigns that were like, you know, winning awards and becoming globally recognized. And the corporate company I was working for was getting all the credit. That was the point where I was just kind of like, I really wanted to work with entrepreneurs on more of a personal level because entrepreneurs have such amazing ideas and businesses that they need to get out into the world that can help others, but they don't necessarily have those million dollar budgets or um, all the, you know, the entire team that we had to produce that. So I wanted to create a way for the entrepreneur, the, the speaker, the author to get their message out in a way that had that million dollar impact without having to have that million dollar budget or um, have to work with these big corporate agencies where they kind of don't feel like they have a personal connection with that person. I really wanted my clients to feel that personal connection with me. So that's when I knew it was time to go solo and start creating my own team. That's so awesome. Um, can you walk us through that journey? Like, did you just start freelancing at first and dabble? Were you like all in? Like, what did that look like for you? Oh gosh. Well, jumping into the entrepreneurial journey was definitely scary. I had to cut a lot of ties to having corporate benefits and having the steady paycheck. And there was a lot of uncertainty for sure, especially in the beginning. What that looked like for me was I dived into a ton of education. So I was constantly absorbing absolutely everything. I was reading books. I was taking courses. I was doing all the things that I could to just get educated and make sure that I was well-equipped to become the leader that I really wanted to be I think I spent a little too long doing that. <laughs> Looking back in hindsight, I wish I had gotten started a little bit sooner and just kind of jumped in and started being on the ground level and, and really just like starting to work on things as opposed to just absorbing things. I think it's really easy for new entrepreneurs to just kind of feel that lack of confidence and feel like they're not ready. But I think ready is a lie and you're never really ready for anything. So I think if I had just kind of jumped in sooner, I like in hindsight, that's my one little regret. That is probably the number one thing I see from my clients is not feeling ready enough, not feeling like they're the expert yet. Like, and then what happens is then we're diving into all the books, all the courses. And it's like this constant cycle of, I need to learn more. I need to know more. I need to experience more. And like, I believe, and I know from experience, you could probably agree with me that the, the biggest learnings happen in the doing, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that you said that. So you were in this learning phase. Were you starting to dabble like in like freelance space? Like what, it, what was next for you? Oh yeah. So, um, I did a lot of freelance work. Um, another mistake that I had made was as a new business owner, I was really trying to overextend myself. Like I didn't know who I wanted to work with just yet. And this was, you know, another part of the learning curve is just really figuring out who you want to target, who you actually want to spend your days working with and um, what type of products you really want to create. So I was doing a lot of testing in the beginning. I, I kind of took on all projects, everything from advertising to marketing, to branding, to website and all all of these things. And it wasn't until I finally decided 
who I wanted to work with and what offer I wanted to really just focus on for the rest of my life. You know, until I decided that, that's when I established my business model, hire the right people, um, and start to build, um, you know, under that idea of branding and helping people to really establish their brand identity and then um, apply that to their platforms. So Love it that. took a little while, but you have to get like, you just have to get laser focused and find your zone of genius. Um, otherwise, you're going to find that you um, hit that breaking point of just feeling overwhelmed. And that's never good. You never, you never want that. So, but it, again, it taught me a lot. It, it was almost like I needed to do all the things in order to figure out what I actually wanted to do. And then when I realized it, it was like night and day, everything switched and I was able to hit the ground running like much yeah. faster. I love that. I think recognizing that the clarity comes like through the serving of people and like through the doing of the things. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, like I definitely don't want to do that. Like that does not fire me up, but okay, check. Now I know now I can pivot and like keep going and you get closer and more clear to like what that mission is and like really how you want to spend your time and days. Yeah, all those experiences were learning experiences. So regardless, I learned from them and they taught me, you know, different ways to stand apart on my own. So I needed to go through that. But in the in the moment, I remember it was excruciating. I mean, we all want instant satisfaction and gratification. And we're just like, I want this now. But really just taking your time, having patience in the process, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, I totally agree. Because I think in that process, you're also becoming, right? And unbecoming. And I was just having this conversation with a client this morning. You know, if I were to hand her a platter of all these clients, she's not ready for it, right? She's not ready for it yet. We still have to go through the process of really understanding the who, the how, the what, yeah. um, and like also growing the mind and like grooming the brain to really be ready for the level of success that we really ask for, you exactly. know, it's a responsibility. Yes, exactly. A hundred percent. Um, so tell us what I call it, like the launch it girl moment. And this is the moment where you're like, I have had enough. Like I'm either I'm going all in. Um, it could boil down to a day or maybe even a period of time. But is there a moment that sticks out at you when you think about that moment when you're like, I've had enough of sitting around or dabbling, like it's time for me to go all in. Yeah, that is when it's kind of two parts. So like the first part was when I was in corporate and I really just kind of felt under acknowledged. Like I just felt like I was just another number. And that was the push that really set me off into um, establishing my own company. So then once I started establishing my own company and I was doing all the things and just testing and trying to figure out what I wanted to focus on, it wasn't until I was kind of feeling burnout. I was kind of feeling like I was doing everything. I wasn't really doing what I wanted to be doing. I was feeling very confused. And at that moment I had known I need to hire a coach. I need the clarity. Um, I need, you know, the feedback because when I was working in corporate, I always had people around so I, I could talk to them about my ideas and get real time feedback. But when you're on your own, it's really hard to find people that you can trust that have kind of gone through what you have gone through and that know what you're trying to achieve. So I really just needed a coach. And, and it wasn't until I hired my first coach that everything shifted for me. He helped me to get clear. He helped me to 
come up with offers. He, he changed everything um, for me and my business. And so, I mean, hiring a coach, that was when I gained a lot of clarity and everything, absolutely everything changed from there. That's awesome. I remember when I hired my first coach, I hadn't been making any money in my business yet. So it made zero sense to invest the amount of money that I invested <laughs> in that program for a zero <laughs> profiting business, but it was the best money I'd ever spent. And in fact, I had a return on that investment within months. And this is where people, I think, miss the mark, especially as coaches and consultants, when they're asking people to invest in them, but yet they're not turning around and investing in their own business. There's a huge discrepancy there. And I can see it in a lot of entrepreneurs, the ones that aren't taking the time, investing the money in their businesses and in themselves in order to like truly level up. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's so true. And since then it just opened my eyes to always needing that, that kind of coach figure. And since then I've worked with many coaches and I will continue to, I mean, it's the one thing that you can't become who you want to be without kind of like that inspiration as to, you know, to kind of show you the way you can't really, it, it's really hard to do everything on your own. And I, I kind of hinted to this, but I spent a lot of time trying to do things on my own figure things out on my own. And like, if I can go back and change anything, it would definitely be to just hire coaches and get the guidance because that's what allows you to really find growth much faster. Oh my gosh. 100%. So good. Okay. Let's talk about a moment that maybe you even questioned. You're trucking along in your business and things are going well, or maybe they're not. Was there a moment where you're like, uh, (laughs) um, am I even doing this the right way? Like, is this the right decision? Tell us about what that might look like. Yeah, I think that's something that, I don't know, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but I know that as a business owner and entrepreneur and someone who is always kind of evolving and wants to do bigger and better things, I think that this is always something that you're going to struggle with. It's like, am I doing the right thing? And you're always kind of questioning that because there's always more, there's always bigger, there's always better, there's always more that you can, you know, strive for. So it's never really been like a particular moment for me, but it was always something like I'm always, thinking of, am I doing this the right way? How could I improve? How could I optimize this? And um, always asking those questions has helped me to evolve much faster. Just kind of looking at, you know, the inner workings of things and and how they could be done better. I think that's just a constant thing. I don't think there's one little um, time period. I think when you can ask yourself better questions, like you said, like that's beautiful, right? When instead of it's like, why is this happening to me? Or like, what is going on? Why is this so hard? We can shift that focus and think, why is this happening for me? How can I make this easier? Uh, I think a lot of people look for those right and wrong strategies or knowing that they're getting some big indicator that they're on the right path when you just always have to assume that you are on the right path, no matter what. <laughs> if you if you have a calling to something and you have a passion for it, that's enough to say, you know, work at it and dedicate time and your life to that. And so I think we're always going to question, are we doing the right thing? But I think um, questioning that is even a part of the process. That's what makes us better. That's what makes us evolve. And yeah produce bigger and better as we go. So beautiful. Um, Tell us what excites you most about building your own business. 
Oh gosh. I think above all, what excites me the most is having freedom, having so much freedom, um, everything from time freedom to be able to, you know, create my own schedule, work at my own pace to having exponential like growth freedom, like in my own business, like I can decide what I work on, what I don't work on. I can decide, you know, I have the freedom to choose my clients, um, to choose what projects I'm going to create and how I'm going to create them as opposed to having like guidelines and strict, you know, know, rules and regulations to follow. And then financial freedom, obviously, um, you know, you can push yourself as far as you want to go and the, the sky is really limitless. Yeah, just having personal freedom, time freedom and my own business freedom is the main reason I do this. Oh my gosh, right? And could you ever go back to corporate? No. <laughs> when I was transitioning out and I would talk about it, the worst thing people could say to me was, oh, well, you can always go get a job. And I'm like, that's not an option for me. Yep, exactly. I, I said the same exact thing. Oh, you could always go back and you can always do that. And I'm like, no, there, there's no option. It's kind of like that quote, when you burn the boats, yep. you just decide and there's no going back. Like now that I've fully realized like the abilities that you gain from having your own business, the options are so limitless that there's no reason to ever have to to go back. If you know how to market yourself, you can truly build an everlasting business doing that. Oh my gosh, so good. And most of us, and I do want to point out, most of us aren't born with that skill to market yourself, right? And I constantly have to train people on this. This is a learned skill and it comes with a lot of uncomfortability. And gosh, I say, I've said that word so many times today. I don't even know if that's a word, but it's very uncomfortable as you're starting to move into that marketing and selling yourself. And you have to get okay with being uncomfortable until it's not anymore and really hone that skill of marketing. Yes, a hundred percent. I mean, I was always so afraid to like go to conferences alone or um, involve myself with joint partnerships and stuff like this. I was always afraid to seek out guidance and support from others. I don't know why. I think that's just like an innate trait of, you know, you just kind of feel like if you ask others, you seem lesser of or like weak, but it's the complete opposite. If you think of anyone that's ever really made it in this world, anyone that's famous or, you know, gained a lot of success, they've always done so because they've had coaches and they've had people in their corner that support them throughout it all. I mean, having the ability to market yourself is just, you can't put a price on it. And that's everything for building success. So good. Okay. Are you ready for some rapid fire Q&A? <laughs> sure. Okay. Best book you've ever read? Ah, this is so hard because I've read so many amazing books. Um, I would have to say The Secrets collection of books from Russell Brunson. Uh, that has changed my life. I would definitely recommend that. I mean, if you're looking for like business related books, I love like the four hour work week that really changed my mind. If you're looking for like mindset and personal journey type books, I would definitely recommend The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I think his, his name is so good. good. Oh, so good. So I'm just wrapping up Traffic Secrets. I've read, of course, the other two. What is your favorite? Um, oh, that's so hard. I, I think expert secrets because it really just gives you the basics. It gives you the, um, you know, it really just talks to you about how to build a business in general. Dotcom secrets is more based online. So, um, you know, if you're going to be bringing your business online, then you definitely want to go out there. But expert secrets gives you the background knowledge that you need to build a strong business. So I think that's the most powerful. I love it. I actually have it next to me. I reference it all the time. All the time. All the time. They're like my Bible. I love those three books so much. So good. Um, share a limiting belief you've had about yourself that you've had to overcome. 
A limiting belief. I would say finding my voice and like really coming to terms with the fact that so I, I come from a, like a design background and I'm just such a technician where I'm very comfortable behind the computer and pushing pixels, but I've had to overcome my fear of like teaching and educating and consulting. And so over time, I've gotten a lot better with it, but that was definitely something that I never thought I could get over. I, I was always so shy and yeah, I've, I've overcome the, the shy factor and been able to break out of my shell. <laughs> so that's been really nice. I love that because it's really just you know, we've probably told that story about yourself. Oh, I'm so shy. I'm so shy, which causes this belief about yourself, which then causes some behaviors maybe that like don't. So it's like that cycle. Right. But then you're that's actually just a like false belief I had about myself. Right. Like that's like good. Um, why about a best time management hack that you have? Best time management hack, I would say time blocking. Like, so when I um, look at my week, I'll block out like certain days for certain things. I know like Mondays are my content days, Tuesday, Thursday are my client calls and, you know, connecting with clients. And then Wednesday, Friday are usually my work days. So I kind of block out my week like that. I also do the same with my days. Like some days, you know, in the morning, I like to have my celery juice and get started and have a really peaceful morning. And then I like to ease my way into um, client work. So uh, I guess you just have to kind of find what is comfortable for you. I know when you have kids or when you have, you know, a bigger family that can get really hard to kind of figure out, but um, yeah, you have to do what works for you, but that's time blocking has worked for me really well. Awesome. I love time blocking. I'm a very flexible time blocker. Like I don't block out every hour, but I do have like general days, like you said, and like block chunks of time that I associate with um, different types of work. Um, Perfect. Okay. If you had to start your business all over again, what would you do differently? If I had to start my business all over again, there isn't much that I would do differently because I love what happened and all of the things. I find learning examples in everything that I've done. However, I have to say um, waiting so long, like I said in the beginning, just waiting so long in this period of like unconfidence, like I wasn't as confident as I wanted to be. And I waited and I learned and I absorbed. And I just wish that I would have just gotten into the work and just done the work. Because I think, like you said, you just learn so much faster when you're in the moment um, and in the job. Um, So yeah, I would, I would have definitely jumped in a lot sooner. (laughs) I think everybody says that. Um, are you a morning bird or a night owl? Oh, such a night owl. I really, <laughs> I despise mornings. I see. So my morning routine has become so peaceful because of this. I'm like, I need to ease into my day because I will be up all night. I find it like serene um, to just kind of, well, everyone's sleeping. I get to just work. I get to be on my own. It's very quiet. I like the dark. I don't know. There's something about the like moon energy. I can be up all night working. And then like when it comes morning time, I'm like, don't talk to me until I've had coffee, celery juice, like all these things. And then maybe, just maybe, I can start talking to you around noon. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. When you don't have kids yet. So that might shift a little bit. Definitely. (laughs) Love that though, but that's what's great about the freedom of your business. You know when you have the most energy, especially from a creative perspective, and you get to align your days, your life with that. So that is so powerful. Thank you. Yeah. This has been so fun for you. I'm so thankful that you've taken the time out of your Friday uh, to be here with me. And I know my listeners will just love and eat everything up of these awesome nuggets that you've shared and just sharing your journey. I think there's a lot of really ability in there, but I want them to be able to connect with you as well. What is the best way to connect with you? 
Sure. So um, you can connect with me on social media. Um, I'm at Cree Gentile on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the best way to connect with me is probably go to my website, creativeco.com, and that'll link you up to my email. So you can send me an email at studio at creativeco.com. And that's the best way to connect with me. I love meeting new people and talking all things branding and business. So anytime, if you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out. Oh my gosh. This is so great. Thanks girl so much again for being here. It's been such an honor. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.